Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the episode for the month of July 13th. Happy Friday the 13th. Say happy Friday the 13th, my favorite holiday. I'm your host, Ken, and uh, with me we have Luna. Hello, everyone. Good evening, or afternoon, or morning, whatever time you're listening to us. And once again, it is a Dos Compadres episode. Uh, Gray, unfortunately, is feeling under the weather, and he wouldn't be able to join us this week. Um, and it's going to be interesting, because our first, our, first our first podcast that all three of us are going to be on is going to be the radio podcast, it looks like. Yeah. Because uh, next week, I'm just doing some house cleaning. Next week, we're going to be doing a live Twitch stream episode, recording of our episode. So please look forward to that. We'll have me and Gray and our affiliate, Koryu Hunter, helping us out with the Twitch part anyway. So I'll look forward to that. Um, but yeah, I just came back. I am dead tired from jet lag. I, that is my worst enemy from the Japans. But how have you been, Luna? Uh, well, it's been a really, really busy week. And uh, let's just say I'm glad this week is over. It has been an awful week. <laughs> Thanks to work. Um, I mean, I love my coworkers, but just, just a lot of um, things going on. So, although today was a lot of fun, I will say that today was like the best work day of the week because we had a lot of fun today, but it's been a very crazy week and uh, I guess in a way it's been good because I did get my CD Japan package in and I'm really excited. I already started listening to one of the albums and hopefully I will get all my unboxing videos I've recorded up on YouTube. I have to find my camera cord first. Same. Then I promise you guys will see some unboxings. Same. I have, I had some videos lined up for uh, when I did the CDs. All the lovely CDs I bought. I bought about 18 of them. So. That's exciting, though. I mean, you actually got to go there, and, you know, in Tower Records, you get to listen to samples of the music, and I miss that. Yes, yes. It, One of the things I really good. miss. I, I loved it. Plus, also, they were advertising for Red Velvet, which we'll talk to in about a minute or so. But Red Velvet was, uh, the, I believe their new album came out around the time I went. So they were doing full force promotion for it. Everything was just red. And I wanted to eat cake after. Yep. But yeah, I mean, uh, what have you been listening to then lately, Luna? I have been listening to a lot of different stuff. I, when I'm on a treadmill, I actually like to just go on YouTube, see what's recommended, and start watching music videos. That's the so best a lot type. of them. It is, and I like I like something I can exercise to, so I always try to find something upbeat. But I discovered some new artists on YouTube this week, thanks to this recommended videos. Like, oh, who is this? So one of them is a singer named Kira. And I really like her song, Bye Bye Boy, and she's kind of like R&B reggae. I love that song. I was listening to that on repeat. And I'm going to be purchasing all her albums now. It's an interesting (laughs) She doesn't have very many. It is. And I, I watched all her videos after that. I literally sat there watching all her videos. And then I also discovered a group called Fakey, F-A-K-Y. And they're like a dance group and their song it was sugar sweet it was so good and i watched all their videos after they have great vocals some of them are actually from america i found out because i did research on it later but i really really like their music and now i want to buy their mini album that they released last year so i was listening to that and i also was watching a lot of mflow videos because i I love (laughs) mflow Yes, I was watching Love Comes and Love Goes. I was watching Tripod Baby. I was watching Come Again, How You Like Me Now, um, Loop in My Heart. I was watching a lot of live performances of them, too, because they're always fun to watch live. 
And um, so that was like my YouTube on a treadmill, my half an hour a day. And uh, then in the car, I've been listening to Kokia's Tokyo Mermaid album, which Kyo actually um, sent, uh, gave me. And it's a really good album. I hope to do a review on it, but I was listening to that in the car this week, and it relaxed me for the calm before the storm. <laughs> That's what I always say before I go to work. Um, so that was I was listening to that. I also was listening to I got Daichi's new album yesterday, Kyutai. I started listening to that this morning, and I was listening to it earlier today as well. So I'm still about halfway through the album or so it's a long album it has 17 tracks on it oh geez so i've been listening to that one yeah it's a pretty beefy album about an hour and 12 minutes i want to say um so i haven't got as far as i wanted to in the album but it's very different style wise than his usual stuff but it's something i'm really enjoying that's good um i i haven't uh, haven't been able to get around to that so So it's, um, I'm trying to think if I was listening to anything else at all. I, I've just been a lot of hodgepodge stuff on YouTube, pretty much a lot of Korean stuff as well. I'm not going to mention that though. <laughs> so, but, uh, what have you been listening to Ken? Oh, a whole bunch of stuff because, um, yeah, going to Japan was really good for me music wise. Cause, uh, I, uh, because of our talk last week, I actually got the uh, Shota Shimizu album. Oh, I love called, him. How is it? It's called White. It's really good, actually. Um, I really like the, the song Friday. And um, Good Life. It, I actually had the, the single for Good Life. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot. I forgot, actually. Like, until we had our talk last week, I was like, man, I forgot all about him. <laughs> I need to, I need to buy this, <laughs> and mm -hmm. so when I found the album, I was like, "Oh, I gotta get this." And of course, he looks really good on that. Um, the Quiet Room, I got their mini album too, and um, Kieran G's new album or mini album, and then a couple things for for Indie Corner. Um, look out for that because I bought like yeah, I bought like ten CDs from indie artists, so that I think sounded interesting. And uh, of when I went to Jump Music Fiesta, which is the main reason why I went there, they had a bunch of artists that I just did not know. I did not know who Spire was, so I started listening to a lot of Spire stuff. So, so I do like them. I've I've heard them before. They're pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I was uh, really happy about that. <laughs> And there was a group called Grand Radio also. They sounded really good. I was excited about that too. But, and Thinking Dogs. Thinking Dogs was really good. And it's really funny because you could see them out and about too. Because like these, a lot of the the younger artists, like I saw Thinking Dogs out, out walking around after their performance. I guess they wanted to go get some things to uh give to fans and stuff but it was very interesting i just saw the lead singer and i believe it was the guitarist just walking around and That's awesome. uh, one of the guys from radio fish he's uh they're actually like a comedian duo and i think it's called oriental express or something like that they're a comedian comedian duo and i actually saw the the main main guy his name is tanaka i believe and um, he was taking photos with everyone, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I was uh, actually pretty excited about that. But, I mean, not much um, besides that. I did get uh, King and Prince's Cinderella Girls single also because I was like, man, you know, I really did like their style. I should actually buy the physical copy of it because I have it digitally. Mm-hmm. And um, I did find Shishamo 5's special box, and I got the t-shirt, too. I expect a video of that. So it's a nice red t-shirt. And it's uh, L-size, so I can fit it. Unfortunately, if uh, if Gray becomes a, a fan of them, I don't think uh, it'll fit him anyway. 
but I also have uh, Kudadin's new single, but Kudadin's single is very unique in the fact that it's a cassette tape. I saw that. That looked really cool. Yeah, so the cassette tape part was uh, interesting enough. And I was like, man, I really do like Kururi, but man, I have to go and find a cassette tape now. <laughs> a cassette player. I need to find a Walkman. <laughs> I have one. I actually have one. <laughs> yeah, you can so... borrow mine. <laughs> I'll, I'll need to uh, borrow that to actually listen to the song. Otherwise, I have to hop in my, my, my rink-a-dink old car, and that's the only way I can listen to it. <laughs> And I gotta pray, pray to the cassette gods that uh, it doesn't eat my doesn't cassette. Eat <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that's the like worst thing ever. But yeah, I mean, oh, and I hopefully you guys did like the the format that we did last week where we were just talking about our favorite male artists. Um, it was really good, and we actually liked it a lot. So expect a it lot more. It was fun. I I would love to do something like that again because I feel like there's so many possibilities, and I think we rediscover artists that we initially kind of forgot about that we haven't listened to in a while. You know, it's not like we didn't like them, but it just kind of rekindled our interest in it. Because after that podcast, I got out a lot of my CDs and started listening to like Asian Kung Fu Generation again. Oh yeah. So, and I mean, I love them anyway, but I haven't listened to them in a while. I'm like, oh my god. I, oh, I miss them. <laughs> so, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun. I can't wait to uh, have a three-hour-long discussion with Gray about idols. <laughs> yes, or M-Flow. M-Flow. Or... We need an M-Flow discussion because Gray's finally, like, Gray started listening to M-Flow Universe. And I kind of, I might have to get some of those songs because I, I don't I... have them all. I was uh, very surprised at that turn of events when uh, Gray was talking to us about that. And I was like, mm, really? That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> so that would be a great episode, you know, for future possibly. Yeah. But I I, I love that because I love M-Flow. I'm always up for a talk on that. I spent like 20 minutes watching inter- M-Flow interviews today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean, with that, um, I'm just going to go on for a bit, a little bit more about uh, Japan. Uh, my Japan trip was actually really good. I had a lot of fun. Um, drank way too much. <laughs> but it was fun. Uh, they had a lot of musical guests. I went during Tanabata, which is uh, July 7th. And they reorganized Tanabata into Music Day, so they had a bunch of music acts. Like... There was no kidding how many musical acts were on there, and they had a lot of good songs. They had AKB, they had SKE, they had Kizaki Kaya, they had Nogizaka, they had Arashi. They had, like, every single Johnny's person that was available and living out on that floor. They had Kanjani 8, they had King and wow. Prince. They did a a era, era, so to speak, or a Heisei era song, where if you were up during that... Um, if you had a song from that year release that was pretty famous, bunch of different artists from Johnny's was singing that. So, like they had one guy from Kanjani, a guy from Arashi, they got a guy from King Prince, a guy from Cartoon, all singing like happiness from Arashi, which is really interesting. I really like that type of uh, collaboration that they have within their Johnny's company, which is very interesting. And you guys would love Tower Records. Tower Records is so good. Seven mm-hmm. floors of musical goodness. And a cafe. So the cafe was very interesting. Just listen to chill music. And they have um, specifically an indie section. So I was going, my my indie like senses were like going crazy. Because they just have a full wall just of indie artists that you might that they think that you guys should listen to and it was it was interesting and i expect a lot of those artists to show up on the indie corner within the next three to four months or so <laughs> Mhm. yep and i got one i'm working on right now because i just bought a new digital single so 
sorry. I'm, I was just excited. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the indie artists that you got to hear over there. There's a couple that sounded really interesting. So I'm looking forward to those posts as well. And, yeah. you know, listening to more of their music, too, because I heard a little bit of the ones you mentioned. Um, and I'm really excited. So I would look forward to you guys. There's some good stuff coming. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I had fun. The whole reason why I went pretty much was for the Jump Music Fiesta. And that was good. That was a good five hours of just Jump anime music. They had bands covering, um, doing all sorts of anime theme songs. And if they only had one song, they did covers of songs from that specific series. So, for example, Little Glee Monsters. Was it the ending for My Hero Academia that they did? I'm I'm really not too sure. This is why we need Greg because I I I don't I don't watch. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of the modern stuff, but I know all the older stuff. Like um, I believe Spy Air did a Gintama song, so mm -hmm. all their they did covers for Gintama songs. Thinking Dogs did a cover for Hakyu, which is the volleyball anime. No, or it's basketball. Basketball? No, uh, that's it's basketball. Uh, okay. But Haiki, right? It's yeah. basketball, right? It's men I playing think... basketball. Uh, free is volleyball or free swimming. Free swimming. They have that. No, it's free the Kokoro the plays basketball or basket basketball. No, Kokoro or something like that. That that shows thought, you how much I uh, I I know. I Jack. thought Haki was basketball, but I could be wrong. Um, because it's. Okay, it's... I'm gonna go look. Uh, hold on. Is it volleyball? Because yeah. I, I, I watch a lot of anime, but I'm also at the same time behind in the newer stuff. I like the older stuff. Hey, you're right, it's volleyball. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just, they look like they're wearing basketball uniforms in all the covers I've seen. It's volleyball, <laughs> though. Oh, jeez. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, like one of them, they, uh, I believe it was uh, Stray Dogs was doing the, or Thinking Dogs, they did the Co uh, the Roroni Kenshin opening, <gasps> the guitar one, the oh my god, yeah. I love that one. That's Heart of Sword by TM Revolution, is the original song. Yeah, they uh, they did a cover of that, and I was like, oh, actually, a song I actually finally know. <laughs> oh, that's such a great song. Oh, I bet that was a great performance. But it's 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 so funny. So there was it was a pretty packed venue. I want to say like. Pretty much to enough to fill the Yokohama Arena, which is wow. ain't a small venue. And a third of them were there for Kizaki Kaya. A third of them were there for Flo. And the rest were there for all the other bands. <laughs> because a lot wow. of people left when Kizaki Kaya was finished. Yeah, it was pretty funny because then it just led up to Flo. Flo sung a lot of Naruto songs, though, because they're mostly known for Naruto. They did Naruto, Eureka 7, and Code Geass were their, their major ones they've done. The major ones they've so. done, but specifically they went with only Jump, so they weren't doing the Code Geass and stuff like that. So specifically, uh, I believe... Was... Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It was Go, The Sign, which was the other Kenshin song that they did mm -hmm. and i think remember was the, the other oh remember was naruto as well that was shippuden i think yeah so they did don't those kill songs. me fans if it wasn't because i i haven't watched all of naruto i i gave up but yeah uh, i mean that's uh, exciting though it was very exciting uh, to get to see them live and i got what about uh Le what about leo leo a i can't say her last a name 80 or AED Leo, what about her? Um, did you get to see her live? Yeah, I got to see her. Uh, well, I just sat in a chair pretty much for five hours. I was hostage. <laughs> um, do, what do you know? What she sang? Out of curiosity, she sung. Oh, she sung a Kintama song. I'm, like, I'm, try, I'm really trying to remember, mostly because I just don't watch. I don't watch normal or regular anime, but so on. No, it's okay. I, I really like her voice. I have a couple of her albums, and I love her voice. That's why I was just curious. Yeah, so... I um, haven't watched Gintama, actually. It's one I've been wanting to watch. I just have a lot. So... But um, sounds like you saw a really good set list. 
yeah, that, I mean, and Kizaki Kai, everyone went freaking nuts for them. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, they, she sung Zuto Futari Day, which is an older, an older one. And I want to say, um, someone sung the Buruto song? No, that was Kanaboom. That was, um, the day before, so I just missed them. But, but yeah, she, she was pretty impressive, <laughs> to say the least. So I was. She has. Oh, she has good vocals. She did uh, Sabrina, which is uh, Toriko's ending song. Oh! Oh wow! Yeah, that's I why. Really, that's why I she, read the manga to that. I haven't watched the show, but I read the manga, and I like that show a lot. I like yeah, the manga. Yes, she, uh, she did Sabrina. There we go. That's what I was like thinking to myself. I knew she she sung a jump song because otherwise she wouldn't have been there. Besides Kizaki Kaya, who just just runs the gambit between it, all musical events. But yeah, she she did Sabrina. That's that. There we go. Now now I remember. <laughs> but yeah, uh, with that, let's go into some news. Uh, a lot of news. This, that uh, we have to cover because we didn't we had two weeks worth of news pretty much mm -hmm. um first and foremost akb48's senbatsu winner is going to be on a hiatus due to medical reasons uh so that is jirina matsui which is really sad because uh when we go into the charts we'll talk more about her later but she mm -hmm. is um ske uh, released a statement saying that uh, she will be suspending all of her activities, not only with SKE, but all the other 48 groups. So I wonder how that's going to affect the music video for whatever song they're going to do for the Senbatsu. So yeah, That's what I'm kind of, I'm curious to that as well. Yeah, we we don't uh, currently we don't know how long the hiatus is going to be. She stopped using her social media stuff. Uh, a lot of the tabloids are going crazy right now. <laughs> Cause, mm -hmm. uh, I bet because they're trying to pick apart rumors and trying to see. Oh, she's going radio silent. Oh, that means something medically bad might have happened. So, uh, but you know we had Ongaku to you. Our heart goes out to her, and hopefully she has a very swift recovery, whatever the medical problem may, might have been. Um, but yeah. A little Debbie Downer to start the news, but <laughs> let's uh, go on to some brighter news. Uh, Utada Hikaru actually broke a lot of records with her new album. Uh, her seventh original album, Hatsukoi, has once again topped the Oricon charts with an amazing 204,000 copies, which uh, this will mark her ninth album, which includes the two best albums, to reach such an achievement, totaling 7,762,000 copies across all of her albums. This is physical release, not digital. But it's huge. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, with Hatsukoi being her seventh consecutive original album, being on first on the charts, uh, for uh for the female solo artist, she beats Boa, who was at six. Wow. Wow. And she is two albums away from the all-time best, which is Ayumi Hamasaki, who currently sits at nine straight original albums. That I'm not surprised, to be honest. I mean, so, but Utada could catch up. You know, you never know, because I could see IU retiring in a couple of years, unfortunately, due to medical issues. But then whenever she does an original album, that will probably sh set her straight back up to number one, because this is consecutive. Boa, yeah. Boa, Boa beefed it with um, the last her last album, not even charting, mm -hmm. which... Which is very surprising. It did chart. Oh, it charted really low, though. It did chart. It just made like I want to say, didn't it? It made like really low, like eight or nine, I think. It did make very far, hmm. which disappointed me because it was a really, really good album. I felt like there was no promotion toward that album at all. 
especially because a lot of those singles were released, you know, a couple years, you know, years prior to it. But, I mean, it's good for Utada, though. Yeah. Because she did set a new record, so that's a really good thing. Yeah, so currently she is the second female artist to have such a, a, a high number of consecutive number one selling original albums. So, but yeah. I mean, we can. We it's pretty funny because we just did the, the artist spotlight on her, and then all this news breaks out, which is really good. Right. I mean, yeah. So we're very happy about that, and uh, if you guys. Oh yeah. If you guys haven't listened to our artist spotlight on Utada, please do. Uh, that was a lovely, uh, close to two hour show, I believe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, it was pretty long. Pretty beefy, but at the same time, it's Utada, and there was a lot to discuss. Is she's had such a long, very well-rounded career that kind of not hard to talk about her for that long. Yeah. But yeah, moving on to some other news of another artist spotlight artist that we did. So Scandal announced four tour dates for a U.S. tour. Now you can get those tickets at Ticketmaster on their website, and they're going to New York, California, and te- Texas. Yep, Texas. Yeah, so Texas. they'll be I'm going so... to both San Fran and Anaheim in California. So hopefully you yep. guys are able to go. I went to the Regency Ballroom, so, and that is a amazing place. I went for uh, VAMPs, uh, if I remember correctly, I believe. Yeah, so Hyde's uh, sub-band. Go and see them if you can. I I wish that they were coming to Chicago. I wish because that's a big city too. I could have went. But yeah. anyone who who's close to any of those venues, I recommend seeing them live because they put on a great show. And that I really wish I could go. That they do. But yeah, the the dates are September fifth to the sixteenth. Uh, it's going to be within a couple of days of each other. So please be aware of that. Um, the 5th is going to be at New York in the PlayStation Theater. Uh, the 7th is going to be the Regency Ballroom in San Francisco. The 9th will be the House of Blues in Anaheim. And the 16th will be the Bomb Factory in Dallas, Texas. So, But yeah, um, we're happy that they actually are able to go to a U.S. tour because we were afraid of them not being able to go because... Uh, they they've done a long tour for this uh, if if it's connected to Honey because not only did they do the nationwide Honey tour they did a Asian tour and now they're gonna do a U.S. tour all within a and couple they're also, months. And they're gonna be doing a Europe tour, a European tour as well, from what I've heard. Oh wow! So from what I heard, because they go to Europe every every year, every couple years. So from what I heard, they're also gonna be going to Europe. Nice, nice. So everyone who lives in Europe, it might be something you want to look into because if you could see them live, definitely, definitely, definitely go see them. But yeah, I mean, it's some major news there. Um, I am going to talk a little bit of Bang Dream, just just a little tiny thing, just to get my my news in. Uh, Glitter Green announced their first single. They're a sub-band within Bang Dream. And within Bushy Road's um, wheelhouse, this is a, the, all the voice actresses that sing for Glitter Green was involved in their Milky Home series. So they're pretty much, Milky Homes pretty much died for this series, uh, for the band to continue on. So, it's that interesting. It's called uh, Don't Be Afraid. It's the song from the anime. So, if you guys watch the anime, it's in there. Uh, it'll be released on November 21st. Um, they also announced the 6th Official Live, which will be in December 8th. And Poppin' Party, which is the main band for Bang Dream. Uh, they had a very successful... They're going to have a very successful week for their 10th single because it's making the dailies fairly regularly so i'm pretty sure it's gonna make six fifth or six next week so i look forward to that (laughs) let me listen i'm talking about bang dream for a bit uh the 11th album is going or single is going to be released on october 3rd so you can 
watch all look at all the pretty photos that I have for it uh, on our site. <laughs> but yeah, with that, is there any other news that you wanted to talk about, Luna? And the Daichi has a new single coming out in August. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think did we, I don't think we covered that officially. But he just released his new album, Kutai, which came out the 11th. And he has a new single coming out August 12th, if I'm correct, which is exciting because it's so fast. 22nd. 22nd. Okay, 22nd. You had the two um, right. <laughs> I did. I had the two right. And actually, if I'm correct, Chihiro Onitsuka is releasing her new single on the same day. Oh, and... Boy. I I mean, Shihiro Onitsuka, I feel like, isn't... I think Daichi will definitely be topping for it. Shihiro, all her stuff is sold out previously, especially if it's a limited edition, I will say that. Um, I'm actually a really big fan of her, and I'm debating on which edition to get, because uh, a lot of them have sold out. Um, there's three editions for hers, but Daichi probably will only have two editions, probably CD plus DVD and CD edition. Um, I'm really, really excited to see that. Uh, yeah, Chihiro Onitsuka's single Hinagiku, which means Daisy, comes out on the 22nd of August as well. So Daichi has a little bit of competition because that comes in three editions, a premium with a Blu-ray, a CD plus DVD, and a CD. And Daichi's single... That comes out. There actually is not a. Actually, I think I don't know if it's up for pre-order yet. Yeah the the last time I checked. I don't think it's up for pre-order yet. Actually, especially with his new album coming out, they don't want to put it up for pre-order too soon. So oh, yeah, it's uh, not up for. It's uh, be myself. Be myself. Yeah, it's not up for pre-order yet from what I've seen, but I can see a lot of places like CD Japan listing it pretty soon. Especially with his, in light of his new album that just came out. And I'm pretty sure that album is sold. Oh, nope, it is up for pre-order. It looks like it just got put up. There is no cover. There will be a CD and DVD edition of it. Nice, nice, nice. So... And it does come with a bonus, so if you guys order early, there's a first press edition with the Daichi one. And they don't have very many left. It, it just says bonus details to be announced, so I'm really curious what it'll be. Possibly a poster or a clear file, that's kind of my guess. So. so look forward to that, and there will be three songs on it. So two of the, the BC, BC sites have not been announced yet. Yeah, and speaking of Deitch, I mean, if you there is a lot of the Deitch all over the place in the Narita Airport because he is the NHK World Advisor, yeah? Yes, yep. So uh, they play his commercial every so often, him dancing around in front of a lovely white and red background. It's really Ooh. nice. And they have a big promotional picture of him. Uh, as you leave the international airport, or going um, when you're doing departures, they have a big picture of him saying "Take the world" or some something to that effect. So it's good to see him. Um, I'm was happy to see a lot of the stuff by him. But yeah, is there any other news that we want to talk about? Mm, there's one other thing. Um, so. I don't know if I should announce this. I'm guessing I should. So Shonen Knife is coming to the United States and they're doing a U.S. tour. We have not officially put that up on our website yet. But they're actually coming to a lot of cities in the U.S. They're doing a pretty good tour and it starts off in late August and goes until October, if I'm correct. I've, I, I've listened to some of their music before, and I really like them. I've never seen them live, but I actually know a couple people where I live who've seen them live who aren't really into Japanese music who said they're fantastic and they love them and have told me, go see them. I will be out of town when they come to my town. I will actually be in a different state, and I'm really upset. 
So I might be driving three hours away to another town to see them like three days before. Because <laughs> I really want to see them and they're uh, a group I've heard, uh, I've heard, you know, I liked and I've heard good things about. So it's someone I think it would be great to see. But their ticket should be available on Ticketmaster and we will post some of the, the information for that very soon. So it's a very, it's very exciting to see another Japanese group toward the U.S. because I feel like not enough of them get to come here and get to do full tours. So it's exciting. And then, did we want to talk about the uh, the other event in in August? Should we? Because it's still for me, it's up in the air with work and. We won't um, talk about what our plans for it, but we should at least promote it. Yes, I agree. I agree. It's a good good thing to go to. So, did you want to start or did you want me to? Uh, you can start. So, in LA, specifically Anaheim, California, there's going to be a big J-pop event, and it's called East Meets West. And they're going to have several idol groups there, actually. One is... I, I have trouble saying this name because it reminds me of the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. But it's, yeah, I, I'm weird. Uh, I love horror movies. So ne- Necronoma, Necronoma Idol. Can I say that right? Yeah, I believe I did. you did. <laughs> so they actually are like a speed metal type of thing. And they're, I, I've heard some of their music. They're really interesting. I definitely recommend checking to see them out. And also Oyasumi Hologram will be there as well. And there is another group, and hold on, because I'm trying to recall the name of it. Just because the two, the first two were extremely unique, so they really, really, like, caught my eye very easily. There was that. There was Yanako Sotomute. Uh, yes, also, Yanako Sotomute. Who is also yes. uh, co-headlining with the Necro Mid Idol group. It's going to be Necronoma. very interesting. <laughs> it will. And I've looked up a couple of the artists, and I already knew who Oyasumi Hologram was, and I like them. And some of the other ones I wasn't familiar with. But it looks like a really fun event, and it's a two-day event. So they have the concert going from all of Saturday and all of Sunday, which is a good, you know, long time. If you live anywhere in California or even in the states close to it, I definitely recommend getting tickets and checking this out because this looks like an awesome time, and it looks like they, it, the idols look great. Um, and I would recommend checking out some of the artists on YouTube as well. That's what I did is the ones I wasn't familiar with. I looked them up and it got me really, really interested and really upset. I don't live closer to the West Coast where I'm at. I'm kind of stuck. I'm really stuck. <laughs> so it, no matter where I want to go, plane tickets are really expensive. Let's just put it that way. I, I just came back from another trip, so I don't know. Um, I'm, I really want to go to. We're very interested in the group, um, and if we do something with, with um, for this event, we'll let you guys know. But yes, I want to go, but I just put a lot of money down in a wedding venue. Yeah, I think so... it's a little bit more, uh, more, more important. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of like, I want to go, and I can take off work, possibly, possibly, but it's also, it's California, California is a good distance for me, and um, costly, (laughs) but I'm really interested, because this looks like something that I would love to see, it looks like a great show, the groups look like they have so much energy, and so much fun with the crowd, which is why I'm really interested. I love seeing groups that really interact and put out so much energy and get you to have fun. And that's what these groups really look like to me, watching videos of them. And I really, really want to go. And I wished if it was so much closer to where I was. But we're hope- I'm hoping if some- something happens, we'll definitely let you know. And I- I'm-, I'm excited to see how this event will be. 
yeah we're um we're very excited to see this but you know um i know of yanakoto sotomute and i've heard of um of do, 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 do one of the other other um other bands which was the oyasumi holograms i heard of them before yep. too so and I, I actually like them they're i've heard of them before and i i was listening to them but they got some i think it'll be a great show and it looks just like so much fun i, I spent a little while watching some of the stuff and checking out some of their music so but yeah, if I you guys really, are interested in going to that, it'll be August 18th and the 19th, Saturday and Sunday. So, but it's it seems like a good old time. Hopefully, uh, if we are able to go, we'll let you guys know. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. But yeah, with that, let's go on to the Oricon. Feels like a while since I've actually said that. <laughs> I know it does. It feels like it's been too long. And of course, number one is going to be uh, idols. So, but we're we're, we're we'll bookending it with idols. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yes. So we're gonna go down to number ten. It is Love Live Sunshine Aquars Club CD Set 2018. Hopefully, if you guys ever went to um, Anime Expo this past or this last week you got to see aquas and yellow buster oh my god but yeah hopefully you got to see them live because uh they put on a good show supposedly i went on the the twitters and everyone was loving it so but yeah um this is their club live cd set 2018 gold edition i think it's uh a updated version of their of their hop uh, Aqua's Hop Step Jump Project, which is the theme song uh, for them, their ending theme song, I believe, for Sunshine. But I think it's like a, a repackaged version of it. Edition with some extra stuff on it. And I was listening to some of the songs off of it. I really, really like Love Live. And I really like the Aqua's. So I think they put a lot of energy and fun into their songs. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, this is their second week being on there, so I don't even know uh, what position they were on last week. I think they were they were number four last week, so that's pretty good. They got to be on it mm -hmm. for two weeks. But yeah, this week it sold 7,492 copies. Have the preference that because number nine is sold a <laughs> fairly close. <laughs> Very close. And that is Miserable Masquerade by Furukawa Makoto. And by God, this song is really good. It's really good. I, I, as soon as the first, I guess you could say the intro, the first, you know, couple seconds of it, I love the music to it. And I love his voice. And if I'm correct, this is his debut single as well, from what I noticed. And it's a, fantastic song to debut with it has a great jazz vibe to it and i just i love it it, it I, I really look forward to hearing more yeah it's it is his um debut artist debut single so and he he used to be a say you yeah he used to be a say you i believe it kind of reminded me of that you know and his voice did but it was really good, and I, I really want to hear more by him, and I want to see what he does. I really loved this this song. Yeah, the jazz part, it, it really stood out compared to anything that was this, everything that was out this week. Like, I agree. This definitely stood out the most, and I, I think that's why I really liked it so much. So, but yeah. Miss Royal Masquerade sold a wonderful 7,635 copies. And going on up to number 8, it is uh, Blue by News. They took a bit of a hit from last week because uh, they were number 1 last week, which is understandable. Anything by Johnny's will always be number 1. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, it was used for the uh, the World Cup theme song, so... And when it aired in Japan, so it's uh, a lot of uh, a, 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 a very angry 
soccer fans going around right now because uh, I think England lost. So probably I don't remember, but I really like the song. Actually, I was listening to it earlier this week, yeah. or I was checking it out earlier this week. Yeah, I was checking it out too, and it, it sounded nice. It, it's very news like. It's still very Johnny's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very news. It's very Johnny's. That's you know that's what it reminded me of. But I still really enjoyed it. So yeah, and if you if you like Johnny's type of style of music, of course, news is always going to be good. They're one of the older groups on there too. So, but yeah, it took a little bit of a hit this week at number eight with eight thousand six hundred or eight thousand and sixty six copies. And number seven also was on the Oricon last week. And it is, it's a, a double A side. It is Sign and Your Love by Jijong. I believe that's how you say that. I think so. But Sign was really good. I liked it. I really liked Sign. I really, really liked it a lot. And it uh, beat out news this past week because it was number it two did. last week. So a little bit of a re- quote unquote revenge there. Which is really nice. But Sion was really nice. I did like the flame effects. If you watch the preview on the YouTubes. They had a lovely fire effect going around. Throughout the music video. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. This time it sold 8,147 copies. And going uh, going up to number 6. Once again. It is NMB48. With Yokubo Mono, which is really surprising because I did not really think much of this single when it first appeared. But this is I own... forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> that t- that tells you that tells you what. Um, yeah, this is the fourteenth time it's still continued on to the Oricon, so it's been a long while now. It's been out since April, mid-April, and um. Yeah, I mean, nothing we can really say much. I mean, it's always just a review of whenever it comes back on. But it sold a fairly good amount. 10,706 copies. For a song that I don't really care for, personally. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, going on up, it's number five. And I, I really do not know how to pronounce their names. This The Korean throws me off. Is it um, Kisop? I think yeah. it's Kisop and Hoon. Hoon? Uh, they're from the group You Kiss. Yes, You Kiss. And they d- did a double A side called Train and Milk Tea. Personally, I like Train more than Milk Tea. I did, I did too. I like Train a lot more than I did Milk Tea. Yeah, I did like that ballad of Train. That's why it was so good. But, I mean, yeah, it was really good. I... Personally, I like Train. Uh, Same. How'd you feel about Milk Tea? It was... Uh, it was... Uh, I didn't really care for Milk Tea that much. I think Train really overpowered Milk Tea. Yeah. That's how I felt. It definitely overpowered it. Yeah. And, and like, unfortunately, if it wasn't a double A side, I think Milk Tea would have been just forgotten, if anything. But... Yeah, it sold fairly well. Twelve thousand four hundred and nine copies. Not too bad. That's. I was gonna say that's actually pretty good. I, I like you kiss a lot actually, so was, I'm really glad to see them back on here. I was gonna say I'm not too familiar with you kiss. What type of um, K K pop band are they? Are they the dance? I would say R and B hip hop. Um, they do a variety of dance and ballads. They, they With their members, I feel like, because they can switch it up pretty easily, they have some members who are really good, like these two, with ballads, and they also have their rapper. Um, so I feel like they do a good variety. I really like a song they did with Jamoza that came out years back, and that's where I first heard them, and I loved it so much. And the vocals were so good, and, and it made me want to actually check out their other stuff, so... I like their dance, but I also love their ballads because they have really good vocals. So. I see, I see. But yeah, I mean, 12,000 is nothing to sneeze at, but we're going to get a little bit crazier with the numbers as we progress here. And now we're going to go up to number four. It is Don't Miss It by Bis 
the first, but they're the mm -hmm. Kinkuses, I believe they're the research students. Um, uh, why don't I just um, combine three and four because they're technically the same song, just yep. done by the different groups. It is uh, Don't Miss It by Bish the Second, which is number three. Personally, I like the first one better. I I like the second one a little better, but at the same time, it was hard to decide because I heard the second one first, yeah. and I didn't realize they were two different groups until <laughs> I looked at it, and I realized they were second and first, so I listened to the second one a couple times, and I really liked it, and then I'm like, wait, there's a first. Why? I thought they were just different versions of the single. <laughs> um, I mean, totally. I did like the first, first totally. one, I guess, because I... It was very different. It was. So it was very different, which surprised me. Um, that's why I saw the name. I didn't realize. I just saw Biss, so I'm like, oh, it's the same one. I didn't see the first and second all the way. And I'm like, oh, Cracker Barrel. Um, so I like the second one, but I also listened to it more than the first. I feel like I should probably give the first one a little bit more of a fair shake. another listen. <laughs> I didn't like how the first started out. For some reason, but I like the middle part of it. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, when the they're second in, in, one in the in the China shop. shop or yes, whatever. I yeah. liked. Yeah, I like you know how the middle of that song was more of the first. I didn't like the vocals how the first started out. Yeah. Well, the second one, I like how the vocals were. The music was what threw me off, and it didn't fit with the vocals. <laughs> so I have my like picky things with each. I think I like the second because I like the vocals better, and I wish if I could switch it around. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say, some of the members reminded me of a whole bunch of Kitari Nanas. <laughs> I don't know if you know who you know who Nana Kitari is. They reminded me of her for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it was the vocals with a little bit of the face. Yeah, I was going to say, but maybe. They, and that's what it reminded me of. So I'm like, oh, why does she look like Nana Kitari? Wait, why does she kind of look... Huh. Huh. Okay, I'm just going to stop thinking of this right now. But it was a very interesting how they did this. So. Hey, man. Get more of that money, I guess. But it... Um, Bish the First, Don't Miss It, sold 16838 While Bish is the Second, Don't Miss It, sold 17442 So, I mean, I guess... The, uh, people agree with you, um, Luna, that Bish the Second was a more superior song. <laughs> or more superior. A little group. bit, not by much. They're, they're by really much. close. They're really close, actually. Yeah, so. But yeah, going on up to number two, it is Hayokurio Calendar, once again by HKT48. They're becoming like SKE with um, their last Coming single. Coming back. Yeah. I really liked the song actually when it came out. Yeah, coming back to it almost every every three weeks or so now. Mhm. Mm Which is really good. I mean, can't knock it for that. It was a really good song. Mm -hmm. So. It was. So. Yeah, we can't say much about it. But if you did wanted to listen to our first suggestions to it, kind of listen listen to the May tenth episode. I believe that's when it came out around to, there yeah to listen to our first initial reactions to it but yeah this week it sold a wonderful 32,475 copies and now we go up to number one who just blew Which, blew everyone yep. away <laughs> yep I was gonna say it crushed it it annihilated it I mean it just looking at the numbers I am flabbergasted hey man when, when you're the center of both SKE and AKB, you have that power. But yep. yeah, it is SKE 48 with Ikinari Punchline. Uh, we've talked about this uh, with our second collaboration episode with Kyo. So the music video was really good. Mm -hmm. A lot of bread. I really like this. I was listening to it again today, actually, while I was on the treadmill. And it's a fun song. It's catchy. I love the... Yeah, it's very red. 
Um, but I, I actually really liked the dancing and the outfits, the colors, the song was very catchy. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, um, I undoubtedly bought a couple of these singles, mostly one for, uh, for Gray because I know he really likes Jurina and, uh, one for me. So I, I added to the cause, so to speak. <laughs> But it yeah, was a really good single. It was really good. I still like Mushiki no Ido better, but I like this one a lot. Yeah, the Mushiki no Ido is more a, a better song in my opinion, but the the rhythm for Ikinai Punchline is uh you always think it's of really it. good. Yep. Yep. I think that's why it kind of caught my eye is not just the video, but the music as well. You know, when you have that rhythm in there, it really gets stuck in your head. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. But, I mean, it's unfortunate because Jurina can't go out and do any of the promotional for it. I know. It's really disappointing to hear that. And it's really sad news, and I hope she gets better. I mean, she's really young, so I'm hoping it's nothing too serious and everything will be okay. Yeah, there's there's a couple reports. Like, I, I feel bad because um, one of the, the voice actresses in Bang Dream is retiring from the, her role as the, the character because she's going deaf, and it's kind of hard because um, she has to perform. Uh, she's in one of the bands that actually performs mm -hmm. live, and it's kind of hard to play an instrument if you're yeah. going partially deaf. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but Ayumi Hamazaki is struggling with that right now, and she announced it years ago that she was going deaf in one of her ears, and then I think it was this year she announced she's completely deaf in one of her ears. She's completely, and her other one is going, so... You know, I feel like for artists who love to sing, it's a really, really difficult issue, and it's really sad to see that, so I'm hoping it isn't the case with Jarena, you know, being so young. Um, and even though IU, I don't consider old either, you know, but being doing something you love like that is absolutely horrible, and I can imagine for her just being, you know, after she got named in the Senbatsu, you know, this has to be really hard for her mentally, too. So I hope she pulls through and she has all her support from her fans, too. Yeah. So um, Gray was uh, very vocal about that <laughs> to me. Yes. Um, on uh, on the, the, our, our line app. So he was very passionate about that. <laughs> yes. I, I really hope she gets better and she pulls through. She's support from everyone. So, here's the hoping for that. So, and IU, I know IU can't get better, but I still love her, and I want her to continue on <laughs> as long as she can. So. But, yeah, I mean, this is a little bit of a shorter episode than usual, mostly because we just don't have our third. <laughs> we don't have our third, our third opinion, our third person, our, you know... Our third you, buddy. You know, it's 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 funny because I really wanted to talk to him about this, about the Jorinda news, and he ended up being sick. So I know, and I know he was he wanted to talk about it too. I feel like there's a lot of things he probably wanted to talk about, like Bradio's new album, which I have not got a chance to listen to, besides the new song "Boom Boom Heaven," which I love. I love that song. It I've been listening to it every single time I'm on. Uh, I'm on uh, YouTube. I'm always listening to it. Every time I'm on my treadmill. So I was hoping to hear his opinion on that album, though, and hear him talk about it, you know, in Adrena News, in the Jump Fiesta. You know, I feel like there's so much we, we missed without having him. So Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. And, you know, um, Bradio's album did come out last week, and it, it did make the top 10. It did make the top 20, so we're, we're very excited, obviously, for that, so... And um, Red Velvet also premiered with the uh, hashtag CookieJR, their Japanese version for it. So I was very surprised that that placed very well. Mm -hmm. And was one of the the other things that I was I'm just kind of skimming through the the album set just for a bit was um, when I was in Japan, um, the main Tower Records that I went to was the one in Akihabara in the Yorobashi camera, and right in the front you see a a um, 
a little stand key for the Final Fantasy um, 14 Stormblood original soundtrack. And they, it sold out the next day. And I was so surprised wow. about that. And obviously, I was thinking, oh man, this is going to reach Oricon level if it sold out within a couple days. It's it sold number six this week. Definitely reached it. Yeah, but but yeah, um, I just want to go over a couple things. Uh, first of all, check out our, our affiliate Koryu Hunter. Um, he is a Twitch streamer who currently lives in Japan, and he streams very newly released games and classic Japanese games. His uh, you can check out our affiliate there at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And uh, he is going to finish Resident Evil 4. I watched it a couple days ago. He's just about the final lap of that. He's going to finish it probably today. He did uh, streams with uh, um, Octopath Traveler, which just came out today, but it came out yesterday in Japan, so he was streaming it for a bit then. And definitely uh, look out for something that I'm planning to do with him in the future. Uh, I'll let you guys know once that is all padded out. But yeah, look to for it on our Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it is uh, ongaku to you, and Instagram all all one word ongaku to you. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is oty can one. At Twitter, if you want to see my antics of what I'm listening to and pretty much anything Bang Dream related, it's just straight on there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, make sure you check out our site, ongaku2u.com. I'm getting back into the swing of things. I haven't been able to post a lot mostly because I was in Japan. Um, it was uh, hard to do internet stuff then. So, And I did want to talk about uh, this week's Indie Corner. His name is Tendry. He is the bass player from another band, actually, and he started a solo project, and he does a lot of R&B type of style music. I think you would really like him, Luna. Uh, Hanashi is really good, and uh, Ride was also pretty good, too. He looks mixes a lot of bass line and guitar mixes with um, his, his style. Uh, Tendred is spelled T-E-N-D-R-E, and he used to be... I'll have the... to check him out. Yeah, he used to be the bass player for Ample, which is A-M-P-E-L. They also did kind of R&B type of style, if I'm remembering correctly, for Ample. But yeah, um, you can check him out on our website. Check out Hanashi. That's his best song, in my opinion. And that's also on the Indie Corner page. So check him out. And is there any other news that you wanted to bring up, personal news for the site? Um, not at the moment. Oh, Actually, look forward to, I think, in the future, I got two more reviews coming, Ken. Yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah I got two more reviews coming. They're getting reviewed for my grammar mistakes because I am bad at English. Um, <laughs> I've always been. But I love writing reviews, so look forward to those two. I'm actually really excited about those. I also have some future ones that I have planned. But what I might do is put out a poll on Twitter and Facebook just to see what you guys would like to see first of me review of stuff I've bought in the recent couple months. I'd like to get everyone's opinions and, you know, see what ones you guys would rather rather see first. So I'll try to get those up. Um, but other than that, you know, just look forward to some of those. Yeah, and then you guys can follow us on Facebook. Just look up Ongaku to you. Uh, we have a very, very small community, which we're happy about now. Which, uh, thanks, thanks to you, Luna, for bringing all those people in. <laughs> and thank you for the the group I joined. Thank you guys for being so welcoming and checking us out. I really appreciate all the support. So, um, I found out there's a very there's a very awesome Japanese music community out there, and I'm really glad to have found a lot of people who like it as well. So, uh, I mean, I'm really excited. The Japanese Music Experience is a really good group. So they, they've they been very supportive, and they have a lot of music news as well. 
And thank you for everyone for checking us out. I really, really appreciate it. I'm really, really excited. So, and look forward to more stuff from us. So, yeah, I uh, look forward to a lot of things from us. Uh, we're starting to branch out a lot more on the social media side and the website side. So, please, please, please uh, give us a like, rate us on iTunes, rate us on Google, Google Play Store. Just get the news out there. We want to make sure that um, everyone does a knows about Japanese music and it's how it changes everyone. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why we started actually doing this podcast. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah, because I, I mean, we all love it and we all really want to share our love for it and get it out there. So it's really exciting to see, you know, everyone join us and tune in. And we're really grateful for that. And hopefully you guys get to discover new music from it and new singers that you really like and just enjoy listening to us talk about it. But yeah, if you guys do want to reach us at um, email wise, you can reach us at ongaku to you at gmail.com. All one word. Um, visit the site. Uh, look at us at twitch.tv slash ongaku to you. You can, we'll start slowly, but surely doing Twitch stuff on there too, either podcast wise, either through live episodes or gaming wise. I bought a, bunch of rhythm games so look look forward to me love hating idol master games i'm not i'm really not looking forward to that mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to the love live game and the uh and the akb game of that i got but i'm not looking forward to the, the idol master game and ironically that was the most expensive thing i bought gaming wise but yeah um with that i want to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken, saying have a great day. Mahalos. Thank you, everyone, for listening tonight to today's episode of Ongaku to You. I hope you have a great rest of your day. This is Luna signing off. <laughs>